This is the ancient Texan. I'm going to talk about the catastrophe of global warming and why just saying that phrase is almost an abomination. What does that imply? That implies an event. Like this is something that just poof happened. And that if we do this certain list of things, <clears throat> and we don't, we're a little fuzzy on the list, but you know, put in renewable energy and don't do bad things anymore, put more garbage into the sky, everything will be okay. And we'll be, everything will be fine. <clears throat> there, there's so much wrong with that. I, I listened to a podcast today by uh, Simon Sinek and uh, the lady that does Daring Greatly. And they had a little podcast and talk. Talked about the infinite game versus the finite game. Baseball's finite game. An infinite game is your health, your legacy. An infinite game is open-ended, it never ends. My goal is to be healthy. Doesn't mean I can say, ah, oh, I'll get my weight down and I'll be healthy. No, <laughs> it's just the first step on the journey. I'll be smart, I'll read this book and learn it and I'll be smart, I learn how to do you know, differential equations and I'll arrive. And neither is the environment. It is not a finite game. It's about a relationship that we have with ourselves and with the environment. Mutual respect and love for ourselves and all the fellow creatures of this planet. <clears throat> and the way global warming is being sold. It's like, you know, a little while ago we woke up and we had these carbon plants and we get rid of them and, you know, quit putting CO2 into the air and we'll be okay. Oh yeah, we probably need to get rid of the methane-fired plants and uh, nuclear is dirty and we'll get rid of it. it, it it's like we're looking for this formula we're not looking for this relationship with our planet and with the life and with each other. Because if we're looking for a relationship with our planet and a, a caring relationship, a lot of these things will answer themselves. And another side effect of this way we pose things like this is imminent disaster and it's bad, evil, made by bad people, is we make it a them and us situation. We believe and you don't believe. Instead of talking about and agreeing on the relationship we want to have with the earth and then discussing in detail each little thing we do and thinking about it is that consistent with our relationship with the planet 
Do we want to have a loving and caring relationship with the planet and all the animals on it and all the plants? And do we want to be good stewards of the water and the air? And have that conversation first and then get down into the details and recognize that it's complicated involved and that we don't have the answer. Instead of making it somebody's political platform and then choosing sides like we're having a baseball game. Now, hold that in mind. Now, you, do you think, when you think of global warming, that it's just right around the corner, and if we don't meet this deadline, and the deadline is terms of degrees, one and a half Celsius, but it could be in terms of time, we've got two years left, five years left. That mindset sounds like we're playing a finite game, that it ends there. And here's another thing. We're already in the middle of global warming. It's not like when it comes, it's going to be a catastrophe. No, we've had a relationship with this earth for a very long time. Maybe since the Garden of Eve, when God said, I put you in charge of everything to be dominions over all the, you know, birds of the airs and, you know, little snakes and in fact you can go ahead and just kill the snakes uh, since the beginning of time we've had a relationship with this earth and for most of us it's not been a good relationship it's been one where we took and the earth suffered the planet suffered we didn't ask ourselves what kind of relationship do I hold with the planet so now when we're talking about global warming, we're not going to see global warming coming. It's already been here. It's like seeing yourself get old. You don't wake up one morning. It might all of a sudden dawn on you when you look in the mirror. But you just don't wake up one morning and you're old. This old thing's been creeping up on me for 50 years. My legacies become more important in the last four or five years. But that's a realization, it's not a reality. Reality is age starts, apparently, aging and getting old starts somewhere around 30 years old and it's just kind of a slow decline. And you can't tell one day from the next. Global warming, we're not gonna wake up tomorrow and say it, say it arrives. My knees hurt, is that when I got old? Well. My knees have been hurting a long time. Maybe they hurt more. Maybe one of them gives out and I fall down the stairs and I got old that day. No. When a tornado comes through and wipes somebody out, is that global warming coming? No. It's already here. Those are the symptoms. The global warming, the important part of it, is our relationship with the planet has sucked for a long time. And we're not going to fix it. It's not going to be, we're going to do this, we're going to enact the Biden 
five trillion bucks or whatever and fix it. This is a long haul. This is not an event. It's not fixable like that. It's about changing our attitude. And it's not even about just changing our attitude in America because if we do it, it we're 5% of the world population. You know how little that helps for 5% of the population? And we're, for the amount we consume, we're really damn clean. It's just we consume a whole lot. Maybe we have to question our consumption. Maybe it's different for us than the rest of the world. Maybe if you're in Africa and you're starving, or you're in a camp in Syria, living in tents, maybe it's different. Maybe it's about our relationship with each other and the planet. And we can't do it without that relationship being intact. We can't solve the pandemic, for instance, without realizing that we're breeding in Africa because we're too damn stingy with our pills and vaccines that we take three of and they still don't get the first one and they don't have a way to distribute it even when we send them the boxes of pills that they throw in the ditch because they don't have a way to deliver them. Maybe we have to consider our relationship to all people and the planet before we can do global warming. It's not about how many solar panels we build. If you're in India wanting a better standard of living and you've got coal and you've also got the know-how to build a coal plant. You also have someone willing to loan you money, China, to build a coal plant. What are you going to build? You need electricity to run the lathe in your new machine shop instead of running it on a power generator that's using diesel fuel and putting crap up in the air. It's all about our relationship. And until we see that, and we see that this is a relationship that has to go on forever. Global warming is not an event. It's not a measurement of CO2 in the air. Those are all symptoms. And even the naming, global warming is, it's, you know, our global relationship our earth relationship, our relationship with the earth. That's what we need to be talking about. Not a bunch of events. And we have to keep an open mind. Nuclear power plants have had problems. Everything's had problems. More people die of, of getting burned up by gasoline than every year than has ever died in nuclear power plants. People die from coal pollution all the time. Yeah, wind and solar seem like they're really good, but wind really kills a lot of the big prey birds. 
I mean wind windmills. Even solar takes some, some lives of birds, especially the thermal solar plants. It's not easy. Everything we do has side effects and has a potential bad effect on our earth. We have to choose wisely and with care, knowing what our relationship with the earth is what is important and our relationship with each other because we also can't do it by being at war with Russia or China. And does that mean we have to <laughs> love what they do? No, we don't. But we have to preach to them too when we preach to the rest of the world. We have to listen to them too. We have to listen to their concerns. Russia has some serious concerns with us being camped on their borders with military equipment and missiles kind of like we did with Cuba right, that's a little side the point but we can't solve the pandemic we can't solve global warming until we realize it's about relationships among ourselves First, we have to make some peace here at home, one with another. Sit down and listen. Even when you disagree, listen. Listen first. Listen, 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 listen. Then, step two, ask questions. More questions, more questions, more listening. And finally, when they ask you a question, offer a soft, gentle answer. That's the formula. It's all about relationships first here at home, with each other, with the planet, with other people that sits on other parts of this planet. We're all in this together. We start seeing that, um, we've got a chance to make this a better plan. The route we're going right now, making this a game about how many solar cells we put in, how many electric cars we make, we don't have a chance in hell. We really don't. It is like pissing in the wind, pardon my language. It's pissing into the wind. There's only one thing happens when you do that. So this is the ancient Texan talking to you about the calamity of global warming and the calamities in the word choice and in the mindset. This is the ancient Texan. Hope you have a good one. Namaste.